0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: this is the vice guide to right now your inside look into the best of vice it's monday august 13th i'm sophie cases today we're talking to a vice journalist about her elaborate quest to get rich by investing in juul the popular vaping company Vice journalist Ali Conti has been smoking jewels for a while now, which means she's also been pouring her own money into the company as a consumer. But when she started weaning herself off of the products, she wanted to know, could a regular person like herself get any money back by, say, investing in the privately owned vape company? To answer this question, Ali went on a wild goose chase, and her results are pretty revealing. Here's Vices on Keita Rao speaking with Ali about the experience. You've been on this podcast before
2: talking about Juul. I'm just going to assume it's one of your favorite things in the world. How much have you spent on this product so far?
0: Well, I would take issue with calling it one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. In fact, I'm, I'm irritated by the amount of money I've spent on it. I thought it was cheaper than smoking cigarettes, which is why I originally switched. But the thing is, if you continue to lose the device, as I do, cost costs 50 bucks to replace. That quickly makes up for the fact that you're you're technically spending less on the, the nicotine. So I've spent hundreds of dollars, if not $1,000, on, on Juul and Juul-related products since I started using it. And this year you
2: decided enough was enough, and not only did you want to stop pouring money into this company but you also wanted to get some money back. How did you go about trying to do that?
0: I had recently written an article about this insane valuation that Jewel had gotten. It's like 16 billion dollars I think was like the highest amount that I saw. And yeah, I started looking into how I might invest in some of the constituent parts like um like the coils and, you know, the things that actually go into manufacturing the jewel and I was unable to to make any Progress there, so then I started trying to figure out how I might actually invest in the company as a layperson and not as a you know person that has access to to hedge funds and things like that as just a regular person. I didn't really make that much progress
2: and you said you hang out on jewel subreddits once in a while. I assume that's more of a journalistic thing than a personal one. Um <laughs> Has anyone else tried to do this?
0: No, um, I did get a couple emails from people after writing the article saying that they had been thinking about trying to do this themselves, but had absolutely no idea how to go about it. So I think it was something that was in the back of people's minds. But the world of high finance is so impossibly arcane that even attempting to go about figuring out how one might invest is very daunting to people.
2: So let's talk about that. What are some of these roadblocks that you are hitting? Because I think investing is a fuzzy cloud to many of us, including me, but what was it in particular about this quest that was so frustrating?
0: Sure. So, I had one sentence to go on, and it was in a Bloomberg article, and I don't even know how they found this out, but some reporter for Bloomberg had written that two of the shareholders included this one company, which I later found out was basically a hedge fund, and then Fidelity. And when I went on Fidelity's website to try to figure out, you know, what fund within the whole world of Fidelity was the one that was investing in Jewel, there were more than ten thousand. So basically trying to work backwards from from that was really difficult. Like I didn't know if I needed to individually inquire about more than ten thousand mutual funds or or how I could go about narrowing that down. And you called on some people to
2: try to navigate this. Who did you talk to?
0: So I talked to a couple of women who wrote a paper about mutual funds and kind of this trend that's been going on for the past five or ten years about them increasingly investing in private firms, so non-publicly traded companies, uh, you know, Airbnb, Uber, Juul, et etc. So they were kind of the foremost experts on trying to figure out what private companies these mutual funds were investing in.
2: So I think one of the main things you mentioned finding is that there's constantly this sort of ceiling you hit that unless you make a certain amount of money, you really can't get anything out of companies like this. What do you think that says particularly about companies like Jewel that are geared towards people like us?
0: My main takeaway is that the system is incredibly rigged. Um, Even when I was enlisting the help of, like I said, the two foremost experts in this, we still couldn't really figure out a way to get exposure to Juul. I either found funds that I could invest in if I made over $200,000 a year for multiple years and anticipated continuing to make that amount of money, or funds that I could only invest in if I myself was managing a mutual fund. So basically it's impossible for a normal person to notice the next kind of hot commodity and get a taste of it.
1: To read Allie's full article, go to vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. And tune in again on Wednesday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.